we take wrong we take personally the wrong things a lot of times so guess what we get offended we get our feelings hurt because we take the wrong things personal take this message personal take this personal you know why because the word of god is personal guess what i take it personal it hits me it whips me i need it to work on me so the the word of god works in me through me and uh lives in me and abides in, I abide in him his words abide in me so basically this is closure it's an act this is defined act of closing a finality end of conclusion a sense of certainty or completion closure means finality a letting go of once or of what once was Finding closure implies a complete acceptance of what has happened and an honoring of the transition away from what's finished to something now. So basically what closure is, is I need to see an end to it so I can move on. Anybody feel that? Anybody looking at your life? I'll tell you what, I went through cancer two years ago. They do these checkups after these uh, appointments that I have to make somewhere in my mind I'm waiting for the next one and the enemy will put fear you know try to grip you and say what if it is still there what what if what they're reading is wrong so there's like a big part of me saying there isn't any closure but I'm looking for it but there isn't any so a lot of people are looking for closure in different areas and um i I think about this one closure is basically putting an end to it so uh bless my oldest daughter said she was talking about eternity one time and she said well daddy i thought about this you know eternity there's no end and if you ever want to witness witness this to people eternity there is no end but there's got to be an end because seasons have an end certain things in life have an end the week has an end everything has an end and bliss my daughter was saying there's got to be an end your mind is thinking there has to be no end guess what eternity there is no end but your mind is still looking for there has to be an end and that's what we do is we're looking for an end an end to a thing and uh, so let me read down a little further people spend most of their lives trying to get closure somewhere somewhat and somehow and this is a list of closures and y'all so you can find yourself in here I put down this accomplishments people you know there's a, a bucket list that 101 things to do before I die you know, these are things that we're looking for to, to bring some type of satisfaction, to bring really some type of fulfillment. Here's another one. Loved ones dying. We're wondering why. Did I cause this? Did I have a part in this? You know, we're always questioning to get some type of resolvement. Um, also to mending relationships I think that's what the the key thing that they talked about was relationships being broken off 
You know, if you go through a divorce, you feel a divorce. I thank God that God brought me through, but if you're ever thinking about a divorce, you better think not. It hurts, and it will rip you wide open. You know why? Because it's a blood covenant. That is a covenant made by God. So when you tamper, that's what he says, whatever things I have joined together, let no man separate. You're tearing apart a covenant. So anyway, but in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, I caused this divorce. And I really did. I took full responsibility. So in that divorce, there was really never no closure. But I did move on. Closure will cause you to put some natural things in place to move on. Because we have to move on. Do you know some people are stuck in trying to find closure in things and they'll never find it there? Let me move on. So here's my closure. Here, here's one for Steph. Okay. Everybody know, we're going to joke a little bit. Everybody know what a finished carpenter is? Okay. A finished carpenter is someone who finishes he does trim work so he finesses and makes the job look good. He brings it to a completion. Guess what? Guess what? Ask my wife, I'm not a finished carpenter because I don't finish. So I'm, in her words, an unfinished carpenter. I guess I'm looking at completion, but she keeps giving me so many jobs, there is no completion. You gotta excuse yourself. Anyway, we're always looking for completion in some. We're looking for an end in, in life. And, and what we need to do today is don't, don't get so caught up on the end of natural things. You know, because what you're doing is you can drain yourself actually. People die looking for closure, and there is no closure in some things. We just have to find a place where we move on. And uh, I want to show a video. Can we get that video? This is like crazy right here. I like when I preach, I like using animals. I don't know why, I just love animals. I'm not a pet person, but this is pretty cool. Y'all check it out. The rock that was used to build this dam contains essential minerals that have been dissolved in water. Minerals rich in the calcium that these animals need to stay strong. And they'll scale a dam to get them. In a situation extreme, diciamo così, di rapidità possibilità di leccare del sale è una tentazione fortissima. Without these salts and minerals, their bones won't grow, their nervous systems and muscles can't function. Movement and coordination can falter. Io ho abbastanza paura quando sono in, in situazioni molto ripide e, e guardo verso il basso, eh. non sono di certo uno stambecco.
There's a strong bond between mother and kid, and the kid will follow her wherever she goes. The Ibex eventually make it to the prize. Salt from the earth, dissolved in water, continues on its journey into their bodies. where it's used in the nerves and muscles that control dexterous pincer-like hooves. Vital ingredients carried around by a simple molecule with remarkable properties. Basically, basically, if the goat can do it, you can too. And, and uh, the goat, meaning he could get to those nutrients, but also too, a lot of people spend their lives, they spend their lives giving that much effort to get to worthless things also. And so really spending all that time and effort then to find out there's no finality, no closure. Life is inconsistent. I'm going to just give you the truth. Life is inconsistent or consistent at being inconsistent, right? Up, one down. The Bible says this. One day you're up 
You better thank God God isn't inconsistent. You better thank God that God doesn't get up on a Monday morning feeling like you do. Yeah, because he could cut you. You know, thank God he's graceful and he's merciful. And he doesn't treat us like we treat others, which we don't need to. Life is consistent at being inconsistent. First Timothy 6.17, command those who are rich in this present age not to be proud or haughty, not to or nor to trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God who gives rich us richly all things to enjoy. So uncertain riches, people get caught up, they spend their lives worrying about whether this is going to happen or that's going to happen, whether I'm going to have enough finances, whether I'm going to make a good father or a good mother. You know, uncertain riches will come and go. So it's good to not set your mind on those things. Matthew 6:19 Do not lay up for yourselves treasure or do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy but where the and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. I'll read a little bit further. So our greatest accomplishments, what I'm getting, I'm going to make a point right here is that sometimes our greatest accomplishments and our goals set and our achievement, great achievements, we think that these are going to merit us something with God. It, it, I talk to a lot of people when I'm witnessing, and do you know the reason they think they will make it into heaven, the greatest, the number one thing that they say is I'm a good person. Man, that, that's, that's really not scriptural. That's wrong, but that is in people. So guess what? My good outweighs my bad, so I'll make it into heaven. You know, the Bible says that the Bible says that in Colossians, if then you were raised with Christ, now I'm talking about Christ, being in Christ. Seek those things which are above where Christ is. You know, that, that's where we are. And the, the, the point here is, is in Christ. So we're not, what we're doing is there's a finished work that Jesus has already done. But sometimes we're thinking we have to finish. We have to add to the gospel. Matter of fact, the Bible says that if you add anything to or take away, really your soul is damned. So you could be taken, you could be jeopardizing your, your soul here. Uh, seek those things which are above where Christ is. Set, not, set your mind on things above, not things on earth, for you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. So that's big right there. First John, y'all watch this. First John 2, 5 says, but whoever keeps his word, truly the love of God is perfected in him. Little ones, or little H, that's us. But this we know that we are in him. So if we're in Christ, we don't have to prove ourselves to God. You know, Jesus 
has given all things that uh, pertain to life and godliness. So basically what I'm saying is, is we have closure in Christ. You know, in the natural, you may not have any closure, but Christ brings closure. And when he died on the cross, he said, it is finished. So he's given us that, uh, that heart that's after him to be everything to be closed and clothed. Uh, the Bible says that if we remain in him, if we abide in him, he abides in us and we can have those things we ask of him. Let me read a little bit right here. So John, Jesus, I'm going to read in John uh, 17. Jesus spoke these words, lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son that your son may also glorify you. So Jesus took and did. He said, not my will, but thine will be done. And you know what? In living for Christ, living as a Christian in this life, you're going to have to let go of your will. The, the, your will opposes everything about God. Basically, it's in enmity against God, our will. So we have to, the Bible says, if you pray anything according to his will, he hears you. So if you're praying anything outside of the will of God, guess what? He's not hearing you. There is a, there is, I'm, I got to get used to this. There is a, <laughs> there is a communion with God that we have to pray in line with the will of the Father. Amen? So, um, as you have given him authority, wife will set you straight, won't she? And he should give you eternal life to as many you have given him. And this is eternal life. Let me go to this right here. When you're witnessing and you're trying to bring a finished work to people, you're trying to give them closure in their time and you're trying to give them Christ. You, If you use this, the Bible says in 1 John, you may know that you have eternal life these things you may know that you have eternal life. Do you know there's a lot of people who don't know? If, if you're witnessing to them and they, you, you ask them if they uh, know if they're going to have eternal life, will they say, I, I hope that I'm going to make it into heaven or I, I wish I can make it into heaven. But the Bible says you can know that a lot of people don't know. But if you share with them, they can know. You may know that you have eternal life. These things I have given to you that you may know that you have eternal life. He who has the Son has life. He who has not the Son has not life. That's closure. That's closure. Let me continue on a little bit. Okay. After this, Jesus, oh, John 19. Let's go there. After this, Jesus knowing that all things were now accomplished. And that's what we're looking for in life. We're looking to get an end to things. We're, I mean, if y'all are like me, man, I like to accomplish things. Last, uh, last night I was out pouring concrete at uh, 6.30 because I wanted all my posts. I'm building a lean-to for all my wood. And I wanted, I had five posts to set, and I wanted to get them done. And I had 10 already set, but I had five more. So in that day, I wanted to accomplish, I had to play, preach today, so I didn't really, you know, prepare much yesterday. 
I had already been preparing. You don't pray, uh, prepare in just a day. But anyway, I had five posts to set. So I was wanting to accomplish something in that day. And that is okay. But your accomplishments can't bring you any closer to Christ. You know what? I'm going to tell you this. Fa uh, fasting, prayer, um, praying, reading your word, all these things are important to a believer. Very important to a believer. But do you know that more of it does not merit anything to God for you? Sometimes we think that these things, these great accomplishments in Christ, if I preach a good message or if I do better, if I make it to church more, we think these things are going to bring great accomplishments, are going to bring merit to Christ. Well, that's not what merits you. After that, let's read a little bit. After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, said, I thirst. Now a vessel full of sour wine was sitting there, and they filled a sponge with sour wine, put it, put it on hyssop, and put it to his mouth. So when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, It is finished. And bowing his head, he gave up his spirit. So why do we think we have to add to that? As Christians, sometimes we think we're given all these efforts and we're trying to do more and do more to get more and get more. You can't. The finished work, the blood shed on that cross was everything that pertains to life and godliness. Justification, you've been justified by faith. By faith through grace. Your, your part is faith. God's part is grace. You know what grace is? Grace is help where you don't have strength. Anybody need some grace? I need some grace and more grace, the Bible said. Why? Because I'm stubborn and disobedient sometimes. But I know y'all holy folk out there probably ain't there. So like that goat, you know, he can be stubborn. I know I'm stubborn too. But you know what? God gives grace to the humble. Humble meaning your opinion is not, God doesn't need your opinion. He's already set some, I, I know one pastor had said this, man, God's not setting up in heaven taking Alka-Seltzer. He's got this thing mapped out. It's already been done. Your life has already been accounted for. Your life has been given over to him. You don't need to work harder to get more saved. If you could work more for your salvation, then there was no need for Jesus to die on that cross. So basically we need to, and, and then, so you're justified by grace through faith. That's how you save. But then you got sanctification. And these, these are all parts of salvation. Then you have sanctification, which is how you live for God each and every day. That's really God taking you through a process. How many of you know you, you're not going to stay the same? Don't, who wants to stay the same as a believer? I don't want to stay the same. I thank God I've come a long ways from where I was 20 years ago. And I should. If you're 20 years in the Lord, you should have some word in you. You should have some love in you. 
you should be abiding in him, him abiding in you. Let me read a little bit further. Hebrews 12, 2. Looking unto Jesus. I mean, if you really want to set your mind on things which are above, you're looking unto Jesus. The author and finisher of your of our faith. So if you're worried about not making it, if you're worried about not being good enough, he was, and he's already finished it. So there's my comfort. There's my accomplishment that he has already finished the work. Isn't that, that's kind of like the Bible talks about, don't carry the weight, be, be quick to set aside the weight which so easily besets you. You know what? I might not know your battle, but I know mine. And I know somebody who knows mine. And the Holy Ghost, you cannot deny conviction. You might hide it from me, but you can't hide it from the Holy Spirit. And you know what? The thing about him is he's not looking to beat us. He's the author and finisher of your faith, meaning he began a good work in you. He'll complete. I might not finish my jobs at home. I I might be an unfinished carpenter, but Jesus is not. He's a finished carpenter in the blood of Jesus. Thank God for the blood of Jesus, the word, the blood of Jesus. And that's what I want to just finalize here is it's really about the blood, y'all. Our life in Christ, in him, in him, big H. We're little H, but we're in Christ. So we've been seated in heavenly places. And he is seated at the right hand of the Father. And he has already done the work. It is finished. You don't need to perform a good act to get you any closer to God. You need to walk by faith. This is what sanctification is. How you live for God. But just as you've received him, you walk in him. Just as you've received it. It's no different. A lot of people think if I fast enough, if I pray more, if I make more church services, then maybe I'll do better in my life. Maybe I won't struggle as hard. Maybe my battles won't be as hard and I'll get victory. No, you're trying to get victory through your own efforts or your own merits. They can never buy you or earn you anything. This is undeserved favor. It's called grace. He merited. I'm going to give a little love and I'm going to close right here. I'm going to give a little statement that uh, Martin Luther King said. Martin Luther King came to understand justification as being entirely the work of God. That's why faith alone makes someone just and fulfills the law. Faith is that which brings the Holy Spirit through the merits of Christ. If you want the Holy Spirit to work, he's only going to work through the realm of or the parameters of the blood of Jesus. It, it, and, but, but we're into, we, we work for a living. We, we, we earn, it's all day long earning. I mean, if you would have grew up around, and I know y'all have different lifestyles, but if you grew up around my dad, he was about two things. You're, gonna, you're not gonna suck off a of society, you're gonna work and you're gonna earn your keep. 
You're going to be able to take care of a wife? He was about raising his boy, a hardcore Marine. And he was raising, he said, I'm raising men. I'm not going to say the other word. And that God's, God, so we're steadily trying to earn things. But you don't earn anything in Christ. It's been finished. It's a wrap. So you know the closure that you're looking for in your life may be freedom. Maybe you're looking for your mind to shut up. Maybe you're looking for that little bit more of closure. You're ready to put an end to it. Well, it's in Christ and Him crucified. He gave it all. The Bible says no greater love than this, than a man to lay down his life for his friends. And you are his friends. He sticketh, he is a God, he's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. I thank God that he never leaves. You want to hear completion? He'll never leave you or forsake you. You will want to leave you. But guess what? You can never get away from you. You got to face you every morning. But you are complete in Christ. You are done in Christ. It is finished. You don't have to add to. You don't have to take away. Matter of fact, if I try to do that, my faith is not working. The Bible says it is impossible to please God. For those who come to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. How do you seek him? You seek him by faith. Faith alone. Not your own works. Lest any man should boast. Your works come out of victory. You don't work for victory. You work out of victory. It's been given. It's a gift. It's called eternal life. And he is set. The Bible says God has set before me life and death, blessing and cursing. And guess what? Each and every day I got to get up and choose whom this day I will serve. And guess what? I'm about choosing life. I didn't had too much hell in the past. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. And God is too good to see you through. God has finished. I'm going to close right here. We know we can work for a lot of things, but never, need, but never need to work for victory. The finished work, bloodshed at the cross, makes total provision. Y'all, he didn't leave out anything. He got, we miss things. I mean, man, I miss it in my life, but God never missed it. He made total provision through that blood. That's why it's called finished work. And so total provision, healing, where my mind might tell me you still got cancer. No, by his stripes I'm healed. I got closure. I got closure. How about you? God's going to sew up some places in your life to give you closure because it's been done. It's been finished. The last scripture that I have right here, the end of a thing is better than the beginning. That's Ecclesiastes 7.8. The end of a thing is better than the beginning. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. You are a new creation created in Christ Jesus for good works. The Lord has, if you're saved, you have closure. If you're not, you need closure. 
And I'm not talking about a natural realm. I'm talking about closure in the blood. Everybody bow your heads. Lord, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for the blood shed on that cross that has given us life and life more abundantly. We thank you for the work that you finished when you said it is finished, it is finished. It's been done. We thank you, Lord God, that the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ is in this place today to save those, to heal those, to bring deliverance to the captive and let the oppressed go free. We thank you, Lord God, for the word is set in our hearts, in our minds, and we thank you for the presence of God in this place. The presence of God is in this place. I'm going to ask you something. Every, every head bowed, every eye closed. I'm going to ask you, like I asked that guy on the porch, do you know where you're going to spend eternity? And he said, well, I think I might go to heaven because I'm a good person. You know, that's, that's not a good thought. That's not a good uh, way to, to get out of here, to leave earth and think that you're going to make heaven. You need to know. And so I want to just pray with you. It may be not even salvation, although it is for salvation, but maybe there's a place where you just need help. Your battle you're fighting is you're fighting it. And like David said, the battle is the Lord's. That's closure. That the battle is the Lord's. It's not my efforts, but it's my faith trusting in a great God who loves me. I want to pray with you. If you can take and humble yourself and uh, come and let me pray with you, the presence of God can touch your spirit, touch you like uh, no one else can touch you, and he knows your battles. So I'm going to ask you to make your way up here if you need some prayer. If not, you can be dismissed. But we just want to pray for you. A couple of guys, y'all.